And obviously my point of view will be very interesting as I am top of the league. <laughs> that is the appropriate response to me gloating is to burp into the microphone. <laughs> Welcome back. Uh, well, we should have just taken two seconds to look at which fantasy episode it is. But I'm going to guess it's four because the last episode is four. four, and we've, four. And we've been doing them doubled up. So this is the fourth episode of the Tampa Bay LFC Tampa Bay's fantasy show where we talk about the LFC Tampa Bay Fantasy League. Um, and as always, to begin, we run the table from bottom to top. We shame and then we praise. Okay. <laughs> At the bottom, and she's been bottom, and she's going to stay bottom because I think she's checked out. <laughs> she's not been subbing. In. Pogba's on her team. She uh. has three players who are injured on her team, so I think she's checked out, but we're still going to shame her in the spirit of the game. In 22nd place, we've added two teams, I see. Alice Sullivan, Sully FC, on 780 points. Next, in 21st place, but a full 148 points ahead of Allison, <laughs> on 928 is Ray Kelly in the Cobblers. Ahead of him with 942 and 20th is Ale Ale Ale, ran by Andrew Kerberg. Uh, in, yeah, in 19th, Renato Lima, Anfield Rouges on 980 points. In 18th, at least we have, we've t- come off. We've the... got like a championship. Uh, we need two teams. We'll have like a championship-sized table. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Two more people. Yeah. Sign up. Yeah. Come on. Join in. Uh, After I... that, we're going to create another Division B, and then you guys can do re- promotion and relegation. Listen, <laughs> I haven't given you my spiel on whether I'm the – if I'm the American soccer czar, how it would change the league, but – I'll give you the whole rundown. Well, that's a whole other show. Yeah, exactly. We'll do a whole show on that. <laughs> exactly. Because I have my own opinions on that, by the way. I've, I've given it way too much thought. Oh, anyways, anyways. So in 18th, Matip Boys, Emmanuel, Manny on 983. And then we get to the Ks. We get to the 1,000-pointers. In 17th place, Tyler Hutowski, the Lead Yard Rebels, 1,001 points. Tied in 16th with Chuck1985. That's Charlie Corcoran. Uh, they both are on 1,001. Ale, 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 JT Thomas's version, has 1,020 points in 15th. Ahead of him, Tom, skirtled, 1,032 points. In 13th, on 1,047, Mike Hanna, calm as you like. Our very own David Rice in 12th, nestled in there in the mid-table on 1,052 points. Uh but you've been climbing. I've been watching you a Look little bit. Look at where I'd yeah. be if I started Trunt, man. I'd be in like seven. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that, that one thing would just knock you up there, wouldn't it? Wow, that's so funny to think about. I can't about. believe I freaking forgot. In 11th, Ryan Ford, the champion spelt with a six instead of an A on 1,061. You'd be ahead of him if you started Trent. <laughs> uh, Rose- All right, you don't have to say it every time. <laughs> We'll have to go uh, okay, over okay, it. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'll just at the point at which you wouldn't have Pat. Like here is where you would be. Okay, right, there you go. Rose Sala in tenth place on ten sixty three. Garrett Healy, who was down deep in the depths, and we I've been roasting him at the horse and jockey when I've seen so him. Now about, he's back. He's up in ninth on a thousand sixty six. Top half of the table. Alistair well Flynn in eighth. Who needs slabhead on a thousand and eighty seven? Uh, and this is Dave. This is where you would be. You would be in seventh if you had started Trent, <laughs> but you're not. So in seventh place, Morning Glory Ryan Hatowski on a thousand ten, a uh, thousand one hundred and ten points ahead of him. Matt Fisher, the unbearable Reds, in six on a thousand one hundred and twenty-two. On 1,132 is Adam Booth, Dyslexia Untied. Almost said United and fell for it. <laughs> uh, in fourth place, Scott Stewart. Let's talk about six. He's on a 1,135. Shoddy, our very own Shoddy, our international player. Uh, Shoddyation is 
1,166. Got 87 points last week. I see you had made some moves there, lad, up the table. Jack Kane, who is ahead of Matt Fish, and just to to remind, Matt Fish is in sixth. So (laughs) So Jack is ahead of him. Yeah, so he is is ahead of Matt Fish. He's on. He joined me in the 1,200 club. I wanted to kind of be Uh, on my own. He's he's not that far off. He isn't. He's actually been gunning me down slowly. I had a much bigger lead. He overtook me a couple weeks ago. Uh, He's on 12,002. And, of course, as we are are alluding to myself at the top of the league, Paul (laughs) Koncheski's bald army. I'm beaming from ear to ear. Uh, It it only makes sense for the guy who uh, claims to be the one you should listen to talk about football be top of the league (laughs) (laughs) otherwise why are we doing this It only makes sense, but yes. Well, you drag along the guy in 12, so. <laughs> and as always, a uh, quick peek at the, the the champions team. Now, I will say that, well, not the champion, the leaders team. Let's not get ahead of ourselves and start jinxing ourselves. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I, right. I need, right. I, I don't need to quite need five losses. I only need about half a loss, and I'll be, I'll be in second. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, so the, I, I'll be I'll be honest. I really thought Divakarigi was going to be starting this week, so I played him. Usually, it would have been Sterling out of my team, and then Mo Salah in that place. And then I had a uh, Lissa Muset from uh, Sheffield United as my other striker. But this week, I have I have Tammy Abraham still. I've been holding on to him. I have Danny Ings. I've since picked him up. Yeah, I uh, picked up Ingsy too because he's been crushing it. I dropped Vardy for Ings before Vardy played us because I had a bit of a hunch, and he's been sitting the last couple of games and he didn't do anything against us oh, yeah. i had a Rigi. i do have i know i broke my own <laughs> i broke my own rule i have raheem sterling i have kevin de bruyne <laughs> but i'm trying to win this damn league now and they're no longer tied. vice captain sterling yeah they're no longer title rivals so i don't feel as dirty about doing it oh, whatever makes you feel better <laughs> exactly. lad i know i suck at least i don't have any united players uh yeah. I've, I've sadio mane as my captain as always i still have uh martin kelly I have Ryan Bertrand now. I got rid of Rabo because he just wasn't getting as many assists as Alex, yeah. uh, Alexander-Arnold was. But I have Alexander-Arnold. I have Guaita and Schmeichel as my two goalkeepers. Yeah, I picked up I, – I traded – or I dropped Allison and brought in Schmeichel. And yeah. I picked up Lundstrom from uh, Sheffield United because he yeah. is a point machine. Yeah, he just scores goals. A little bit of an odd center back, right? Well, so he's not really technically really a center back. He plays, like, up in the midfield kind of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's like uh, Franz Beckenbauer. <laughs> it's like the same thing with, like, Maitland-Niles <laughs> because Maitland-Niles is technically a right back. Yeah, but not but he's really. a midfielder. He's, he's a, a winger. winger. It's like a – so, like, if Maitland-Niles was starting, he'd be, like, the cheapest, like, winger option in the whole game. And if he was getting goals, it'd be worth it. Unfortunately, yeah. he's not because Arsenal are shit we'll talk about that in a moment <laughs> but yeah there's my team on the bench i have cantwell i have ludstrom i have baldock from sheffield united um and that's my squad the same strategy keep alexander arnold because he's the defender that's getting the most points by far it's ridiculous it's, uh, kevin de bruyne numbers um keep as many liverpool players in the team as possible um not forwards though unless you have a really 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 cheeky feel on Origi scoring a goal or, <laughs> or Bobby Firmino scoring a goal but yeah you know I used my wild card before they reset I don't know if everyone knew this we probably should have talked about it the yeah. wild card resets halfway through and so does the so uh, that's where you can just change out your whole team right so the yeah the wild card is is you get to you get to change out as many transfers as you want there's no penalty on points for transfers you keep the same budget that you have for your team if it's gone up in value if it's gone down in value for instance my my team right now now is i think worth uh yeah it's worth a 101 million it's not just a flat 100 so i got the whole 101 to buy new players with Uh, Um, i forgot to do the free hit which also just reset is for one week you get unlimited transfers but then you immediately go back to your other team 
So I used the free hit when we had the West Ham game to take all my Liverpool players out because they're not going to get any points. And then I used my wild card to completely change my team halfway through the season. Kept mostly some of the key players, Alexander-Arnold, Sadio Mane. I brought Salah in because I had a feeling he's going to start hitting form and scoring goals. Um, So I just wanted to get double up on Mane and Salah. Um, But, yeah, now they've all reset. But if you hadn't used them before, you still only get one now. So you missed the boat. And, haha, I didn't tell you because I'm a cheeky bastard and I want to (laughs) win. Anyways. Correct. Anyways, quick, because we are going to be talking about the rest of the league in this because it is a fantasy show. Uh, Real quick, let's just for shits and giggles, let's go and have a look at the table. At the top of the table on 58 points after 20 games, only two points dropped. Liverpool, of course. Followed not quite closely, but closely, I guess. And 13 points back is Leicester. Uh, uh, Sorry. Yeah, 13 points back. Leicester, 14 points back. City in third. Chelsea on 36 in fourth. Man United fifth on 31. Five points out of the top four. Tottenham in sixth on 30. Wolves on 30 in seventh. Sheffield eighth with 29. Crystal Palace ninth with 28. Arsenal finally in the top 10. Uh, on 27. Yeah, there you go. Well, that, is that really an accomplishment? Like, well, I guess we haven't done it yet this season. So <laughs> it's the one I'm thing I'm just would. chatting shit to Arsenal fans now. Uh, Everton in 11th. They've climbed far away from the relegation zone uh, after a few weeks on 25 points. Southampton on 25 points in 12th. Newcastle also on 25 points in 13th. Obviously separated by goal difference. It looks like Southampton and Newcastle are separated by goals scored because they have the same goal difference. Mm-hmm. Um, Brighton Hove Albion in 14th on 24, which I found surprising because they've gotten so much hype for playing so well, but they're not that far out of the relegation zone. They're only four points up. Burnley, 15th on 24. West Ham, 16th, 22. 17th is Austinville on 21. And the relegation teams right now are Bournemouth on 20, which is cheeky because Eddie Howe is just getting shouts to be Arsenal manager. (laughs) I would have loved to see that now. Uh, Watford even though they are 19th on 19 points have actually made a significant turnaround in the last couple of weeks to come off the bottom spot and actually come within touching distance of the rest of the pack. And then yeah, Norwich bottom for 14 points. They're going down. Yeah. I mean, well, we, we said, I think we said it on the first episode of the season, like the regular show, the way they play, you like the way they play, but that's hard to sustain at this level. Cause you can do that in the championship and you can go win the league. But when you come up here to the premier league, that's a completely different proposition. So it was always going to be hard for them, given the way that they are. Also, you know, they're getting boned by VAR from weird camera angles. So, But we'll get into that on a different show. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but, um, but no, let's see. How many managerial changes no, have yeah, we so had? Real so, quick, because uh, this is a key aspect of fantasy. Uh, is there's a whole bunch of teams with new managers. So uh, <laughs> Everton, Arsenal, uh, Watford, uh, Watford's on like their fourth coach. Probably. Well, <laughs> as, as we do, as they do at West the, Ham. as they do at the Oscars, let us say goodbye to our old friends. Oh, okay. Unai Emery, oh. Mauricio Pochettino. <laughs> uh, who the fuck was the guy at Watford? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've already uh, forgotten Manuel his name. Manuel Pellegrini. Yeah, Manuel Pellegrini. Uh, Arrivederci, my friends. And yes. in, in their places, of course. Freddie Jungberg should count, by the way. Oh, yeah. Marco de Freddy Silva. Because <laughs> Everton changed managers as well. So. And we also like to point out that Ole Gunnar Solskjaer still has a job. <laughs> somehow. But we love it. Anyways, yes, of course, Unai Emery sacked. Arteta has come in after a couple of Freddie Jungberg performances. Mauricio Pochettino sacked Jose Mourinho in to replace him. Gotta love Jose being back personally. Did you see what he did against Southampton? 
Yeah. Well, I, did you see his comments after? <laughs> yes. Yes. I was rude to an idiot. He's an idiot. Listen, uh, when Jose Mourinho has no effect on the success or downfall of Liverpool, it's fun to have. Him I can around. enjoy Jose Mourinho. And the other thing I can really enjoy is that Tottenham fans literally couldn't have picked a worse manager for their team. They oh despise God. Jose. Yeah. He is. He is. Bravado, he is what al- liked, alpha male, and they are so beta that they cannot coexist. <laughs> what I loved about it was just the reaction when they hired him. Just like Tottenham fans left and right on the internet, like, oh, oh okay. All that shit I said about him, <laughs> now I have to like him? God damn. Remember when he was trying to sign Harry Maguire from Tottenham? And he goes, we're a big club, they're a small club, they should just sell him. <laughs> oh, no, it was it was Alder Wywell, not Harry Maguire. Uh, Alder Wywell, yeah, yeah, So yeah. he's already insulted Spurs. He already said he'd never coach Spurs. Yeah. Gotta love it. I liked it when, they go to, when the guy asked him. He goes, uh, you know, you said you'd never coach here. He was like, Chelsea hadn't fired me yet. Yeah. <laughs> I love Jose. I love that he tricked everyone into thinking he changed, and then he showed up and goes, mm-hmm, I'm not. Yeah, you know what he tricked me, too? I know. We all were. We all I was were like, cool. dude, he seems different now. No. No, it only takes a matter of when time he's with not, that English press. Yeah, man. the thing is is that when you get paid to be a manager, they don't they don't really care if you're an asshole. But when you're on TV, you can't be an asshole. They're paying you not to be an asshole on TV, yeah. basically. <laughs> so, like, he had to make his check. That's it. Yeah. And, of course... <clears throat> we have an Everton, Marco Silva. We forgot to mention him. He's gone. Oh, oh. No, but, I mentioned it. Oh, you did. You did yeah. mention. Ancelotti in his place, of course. Watford have hired, hired Nigel Pearson, who, as I previously said, Watford just done a 180. Is Nigel Pearson a football genius? Was he the first uh, guy that they had? Or I don't even know who these people yeah, are. Right. <laughs> Nigel Pearson. So here's the cheeky shout, right? Uh, Watford to win the league in two seasons. Because Nigel Pearson is the one that saved Leicester from relegation, and then he got sacked for Ranieri, and then Ranieri won the league with Leicester. So you're Leicester. saying Ranieri's taking over Watford? And next? they're winning the league. Put the bet in now, guys. <laughs> Which would be interesting, because they've never actually won anything. And you also that, because right? Watford like, is... an empty trophy yeah. cabinet. Also, like. Watford is a well-to-do small town club of, like, a family club, and I just... The parade would be so unspectacular. <laughs> it would just be, like, a bunch of five-year-old kids and families like, this is neat. All the London Fairweathers will jump aboard. There will be people there. Well, Sir Elton John will be on the front playing the piano. <laughs> Hold me closer, time and dancer. <laughs> I don't know why you'd be singing that one in particular, but it seemed like a boss one to have on a program. Andy Gray would be like, you tiny dancer. <laughs> oh, was Jamie Carragher, not Andy Gray. Oh, no, no, sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. Andy Gray was your beauty. All right, so, so for the reason we bring up these managerial changes is because it brings a whole different connotation to certain players on certain teams. For instance, you might want to start considering Everton defenders because Carlo Ancelotti knows how to defend um, yeah. to pick up clean sheets. If um, anybody can ever get Moise Keane going, it's probably Ancelotti. Both Italians, exactly. Yeah. Some a player to look out for because he literally... He was, it can't get much worse for him. He was one of the players we kept putting in disappointment, disappointment, yeah. disappointment. Yeah. What and is then all this hype? He literally, did you see what happened with his substitute? No. He came on the pitch in like the 65th minute. Oh, yeah, and he pulled minute. him before it was over. Yes, and he pulled him like yeah. 15 minutes. Even worse than a Lovren. Yeah. Like not even starting the match. You get subbed on and he subbed you off. <laughs> he was like, oh, he shit. Duncan Ferguson ruining the lad. But yeah, Ancelotti maybe can turn you know him around. Maybe give Richarlison a bit more of a boost. Yeah. Um, yeah. In I'm regards, sure he'll get that midfield humming. Oh, like, in regards they got to good players in there, West Ham and David Moyes. Apparently, he's going to get them scoring the goals. You, <laughs> you can maybe expect Hall- he's can, a winner. It's what he does. You can maybe expect Hilaire to start scoring more goals. Uh, I, I would expect him to start playing better. Him uh, and Felipe Luis should both like start. The, 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 there's no. I don't. 
question that he'll keep them up. Yeah. They're, they're good. They, there's enough talent in that team. They'll stay up. Declan Rice, Mark Noble is like just one of those workhorse guys that is probably going to retire when he's like 52. But he's just like the veteran presence. He'll he'll keep him around. You know, they've got talent, like you said, with Anderson Hilaire. Uh, who's the other guy up front? I can't remember, but oh, uh, Yarmolenko. Yarmolenko. They've got a couple decent fullbacks. They'll be fine. Yeah, so they'll be fine. Those players who have been kind of pooping the bed, you can maybe look for value for yeah. them. With Jose Mourinho, it's already been apparent. Jose Mourinho loves an attacking midfielder. Yeah. Deli Ali is with the perfect. So manager. Harry Kane's out for the foreseeable future. Deli Ali is going to carry that team exactly, and he's. You can look for Luka Mora to score. I was going to say Luka Mora will play more of a. a a main role Sonaldo, in everything they do. You saw Jose Mourinho. He goes, my son calls son Sonaldo. Sonaldo Nazaro. <laughs> <laughs> and today, when he scored that ridiculous goal, he goes, and today, he was Sonaldo Nazaro. <laughs> like, Thanks for that, Jose. <laughs> but yeah, son should be banging in goals because once again, Tottenham always do better without Harry Kane. <laughs> they always seem to do so much better without Harry Is Kane. It, well, I don't know about them defensively, though. Uh, I know, like, I wouldn't. Well, I'm not talking about the back of the pitch. I'm yeah, no, about... I'm talking about, but yeah. I am, though. I'm saying, like, uh, is there anybody from the back of the pitch that, no. uh, not really. Maybe right? a wing back, but Jose's not really known for playing Gazaniga, wing backs. but yeah. not really. No. Nah. No. So I, the main the main players Luka it's Mora, all attackers. Luka Mora, uh, and but definitely the main person is is Deli Ali. He's going to thrive under Jose. He already has. Uh, he's been he, the second Jose came in, Deli Ali just started scoring goals and getting assists out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, so if you're looking for a Spurs player, I wouldn't have touched them while Mauricio Pochettino was there because <laughs> they were just a cancer. I had Hugo Lloris until They're he snapped apart. until he snapped his arm in half, uh, literally falling apart. Right. Yeah. And then, yeah, look at Watford because Delafeu's just started scoring some yeah, goals. Yeah, and I had him at the beginning of the season, so it's kind Troy of... Dini's finally back from fitness. They have a decent... They are midfielder. playing better. Yeah. Not great, but yeah. better. So, I mean, there's there's some value there because... So this is the one that... Sorry. No, go ahead. The, the one that I was going to... I wanted to ask you about, that was Arsenal. Yeah. Like, so this is the one where, like, as far as... Is fantasy, Pepe ever actually going to break into this team? This is his best hope, because, like, now he has an excuse to, like, restart his career. Like, they all do. Yeah. Ozil has it. They all have a chance to restart. Although, I, like... And, look, Ozil played well against United, and he's a good player. Don't get me wrong. But at 31 years he's of age... It. Like, they need to move on quickly. Yeah. But Pepe, this could be a chance for Pepe. I think you can still look at Aubameyang to score goals because it's... Oh, he's been my captain for, yeah. like, the whole season. Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang <laughs> is about Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. Yeah. And Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang wants to score goals. God, <laughs> if you had to say his name three times in a sentence, it is, it is a tough I task. I can't believe they made him captain. I'm, I'm very, like, I don't believe in making forwards captains. He's gone. He's gone in he's the out. summer. He's peacing out. He's, he's already, already yeah. kind of the... And he's already at odds with the club because he has one of the Arsenal fan TV personalities come into his box during the game. Like, what in the hell, lad? Yeah. Like, come on. Have a bit of have a bit of awareness. Like, a bit of self-awareness or Arsenal whatever. fan TV is gold these days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I There's not a, a better uh, fan channel, really. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love ours. I do. Redmen and Anthony. Ours are reasonable, and they're, like, actually dissecting football. Although, to be fair to Arsenal Fan TV, they do have plenty of shows where they – I once – Where they talk decent stuff. I once accidentally got, like, 
like related video into their podcast and I was doing something else and I was listening to them. I'm like, oh, this is decent. I'm like, what is this? I'm like, it sounds like Robbie. And I looked, I was like, oh. And I was like, oh, yeah, they probably do do other shit. But the way they get known is by doing the, the... the wild post game reactionary shit, which is, you know, okay, it's getting them followers, like whatever. There's a Credit reason to why, Credit to why Redmen stopped doing it and why uh, uh, the Anfield rap never did it. <laughs> <laughs> It's just cheap and it's gross, isn't it? Putting microphones in front of people who are, first of all, on the ale and second of all, on emotion is not a good idea. It's very entertaining, but it's not a good idea as far as, far as uh, cultivating good fan culture and a good supporter environment. But whatever. <laughs> well, you know? no, I mean, it's fine when shit is boss, but when it's going as south as it is at Arsenal, it's, it makes it a lot tougher. Yeah. All right, so looking ahead, let's look at the fixtures ahead. Let's see if we can give you any cheeky shouts uh, for the for the fixtures coming up. Uh, obviously, it's FA Cup weekend, the shittest weekend this weekend, so we're looking two weeks ahead. Oh, yeah, shit. It starts on a Friday, and it's Sheffield United uh, hosting West Ham. Um, a couple things. Sheffield United are probably going to want to bounce back. Yeah, uh, that's following. a home match for them at Bromwell Lane. Although it's it's home, it is it, it, it but it'd be Bald. tougher because it is David Moyes and it isn't Pellegrini and they are on the new manager bounce. But I would say Sheffield are pretty embarrassed and Chris Wilder made it a point of being pretty embarrassed. Well, didn't he, he also one of the things I liked that he said, but he was like, "We didn't do any of the things that got us to where we are at this point in the season." Yeah. But if I'm saying that in game 21, no, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, and he's right. Like they've been really consistent. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and think, well, you just did go up against the best team in the world. Yeah. Who, you know, they gave a game the last time. So I'm like, I think they'll bounce back. Yeah. So I'm what I think here, most likely Sheffield wins. Do they get a clean sheet? I don't know. Does how long does the new manager West Ham bounce last? David Moyes for all the memory that surrounds David Moyes and the jokes is a well-experienced Premier League manager, and he's yeah. been to Sheffield yeah. United before, and he'll know what he's getting into. So, You know what I, I wonder about him, though? I'm like, he didn't take another – where was he at this whole time? He was jobless. He was no one jobless. wanted him. He didn't take another job. Like, he could have done something up in Scotland. Yeah, no one wanted he him. Wanted, no but one he, wanted him. he wouldn't take it. So I'm kind of just like, it's <laughs> a little weird. No one wanted him. But, yeah, Sheffield United, West Ham on the Friday – I would lean more towards maybe favoring Sheffield United managers or Sheffield United players, um, just because I expect them to bounce back because they have been pretty good uh, the first part of the season. Next up, the mid-table London derby. Ooh, <laughs> Crystal Palace and Arsenal seven thirty on Saturday. That was intentional. Uh, um, Chelsea play Burnley. They host Burnley um, at ten o'clock. This is all the Saturday matches. Everton at ten o'clock host Brighton. Leicester host Southampton. Man United host Norwich. Wolves host Newcastle, and then of course the twelve thirty on Saturday we go to Spurs. Looking at these matches, take if you don't have Tammy Abraham, you may want to look at getting him. Might want to figure out somebody from Wolves. Yeah, although you also might want to look at Newcastle because Wolves they were oh, they lost to us, and then I thought they played so well that the next game they're going to win, and they lost that match. Yeah. Um, Two but, nil to Wat. They were two nil down to Watford. They've, they've, they've been a little up and down, but they're still. I guess this would be an up game for them at home. So yeah, yeah, I'm just thinking like Jimenez and Nevis and some of the like key players. I don't know. This might be a good opportunity for them. The cheeky shout. You you probably would be inclined to think Man United would do well. Of course, I'm never going to take one of their players. Although I did said I would but get Pookie because yeah. he's going to embarrass Slabhead. See, that's that. That's the, <laughs> that's the shout. There is that maybe Norwich can do another cheeky thing to a Manchester club. 
Uh, Leicester Southampton take the strikers. Uh, I don't know if Vardy's going to be back, but there's just going to be goals in that game. I reckon it'll probably be about 3-2 to Leicester City. Southampton. Danny Ings is on a scoring tear right now. Uh, Jamie Vardy's been out, and I'm sure when he comes back, we'll get back among the goals because he always is. Yeah. Um, Everton-Brighton. Yeah. Just the most boring game of football that's going to happen this <laughs> well, weekend. Well, Brighton play decent stuff. Everton does at times. I don't know. It'll probably be like 2 2. I, I, I can't I, tell you who scores. If there's, what a nil, if there's a nil nil this weekend, it's that you match. That it's one? that one. I, I don't know if it'll be too clean. Or I don't know if it'll be clean sheet. Yeah. Be. So then on Sunday, let's move to the Sunday. We have Bournemouth Watford, which is a relegation scrap <laughs> six pointer at this point in time. Yeah, a rough one. Um, I don't know if Harry Wilson's back, but yeah, you know it might be a flyer to take Harry Wilson to score a goal in that match because it is Watford have been pretty poor for the first part of the season, although have made a bit of a turnaround under Nigel Pearson. Um, and then Villa host City. Uh, yeah, I reckon City probably batters Villa. On that yeah, one. To be I honest, would hope I'm maybe taking Sterling yeah. as my ca- vice captain. Yeah, 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 you, yeah I, I would expect. Um, but yeah, th- if you're looking for goals, look at look at the Chelsea strikers because Burnley have been struggling. There's yeah. goals in that Leicester City Southampton game. There's definitely goals in the Norwich Man United. Like you, you just got to pick who you what you think is going to happen. Do you think Man United is going to do what they should do, or are you cheeky and think Norwich is going to beat them? But there's goals in that game. That game's not going to be nil nil. Someone's going to concede too, yeah, and lose that match. Um, and then for us, yeah, we're probably gonna. I don't know, Jose Mourinho. Interesting. It's interesting because Jose Mourinho loves fucking Liverpool shit up. <laughs> <laughs> he, he doesn't even mind like showing up to a game and be like, "Yeah, I'm not even gonna try to win. I'll just fucking go for a nil nil." Yeah. And it could from be, moment one. It could be one of those where he's like, "I just want to fucking point and get out of here." Because look at the table real quick. Where are they at? Yeah, they're they're a point behind United. And you're playing the top of the table. If you get to 31 and you're still within sniff of of the top four. Yeah, I guess it's all right, but you know, yeah, we'll no. see. He'll be looking just to keep them close until they can get a run of easier. Games. So I know I, we we said look to Deli Ali and Sonaldo and all that, but maybe not this week. Maybe just wait one more and then yeah. and then make the transfers. Yeah, stack the two transfers and then make them. You don't want to bet against Virgil and Joe when they're in clean sheet form. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, so that's that for us. If we're focusing on us in a fantasy aspect, now is the time for if for me for you to start picking up defenders and our goalkeeper again. Because uh, I think we're just going to start picking up clean sheets left and right here coming yeah. towards I'm, the I've end. Held on to Virgil all year. What the hell? I might not even do like the whole uh, wild card. Let's just play this. Just play this group. See what happens. <laughs> Fuck it. You have faith. I believe. I got faith. I believe in these boys. We signed them for a reason. <laughs> we signed them for a reason. Um, yeah, I gotta have faith in the boys, I guess, or not. There's actually, an, there's actually an. Uh, well, you haven't changed your team, have you, that much? But there's an app where you can like put your your ID in, and it'll tell well, you. Well, I've transferred a lot of players in oh. and out, but it's always kind of like the set, like I, the same core group. Yeah. But then I just keep trying to get all these other pieces, and it doesn't. It keeps not working. Um, hold on, real quick. I just wanted to see if. Uh... No, never mind. That that's fine. I don't want to bring up it. Oh, here's the stats. The goal leader obviously is Jamie Vardy. I'm just looking here. Let's see uh, if there's anyone I think that's going to storm up this thing and start scoring some goals. Um, I mean, obviously uh, Sergio Aguero is still out, and Gabriel Jesus has been doing all right. He finally scored at home for the first time in a really long time. He's sitting... I don't. I never believe in him as a goal scorer. From being honest, yeah, true. Raúl Jiménez, someone that maybe can go on a run if you're going to buy into the Wolves type. I, I I picked him up to get you goals. Uh, we said earlier with Charleston, maybe, maybe. Um, 
I don't trust anyone from United. I can't believe Marcus Rashford actually has 12 goals. That's actually mind-blowing to me, but I guess. Uh, yeah. Harry Kane's out, so we're looking at... Yeah. Two of them must be from inside the box, because the only time I ever see him score, it's like belters from 30 yards. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe you can take a flyer on Austin Villa's Wesley, finally like kicking in the gear, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet on it. They've been pretty poor, to be completely honest. They're doing the Fulham where they spent all that money in the offseason, and they're going to go straight back down. Yeah. Um, Assist-wise... Yeah, Trent is is second behind Kevin De Bruyne, who's actually kicked back into full gear this year. To be he fair, he looks to him. like Kevin De Bruyne again. Uh, he scored some pretty incredible goals. To be fair to him, I think we can give him a little bit of praise, given that growing up he was a Liverpool supporter, and they're no longer title rivals. So. Hey, you saw him talking to Klopp after our game, right? Cheeky. See, that's the, I do want to start stealing players from other yeah, teams in planting England. Planting the seed, exactly. Yeah. Come on, like let's do it. United did it all the time. They wouldn't sign fucking Van Persie. Like, come on, right? Like, let's do that. Let's do that to someone. Yeah. Sonaldo. I want Sonaldo. So, <laughs> so I can start saying that every week. <laughs> oh, uh, when Jose Mourinho doesn't matter, I fucking love him. <laughs> uh, but yes, so that, that'll do it. That's about 30 minutes. That'll, that'll uh, do. Um, uh, that's the fantasy show. If Once again, if you want to join midway through the season, if you already have a fantasy team and this is your first time hearing it, Reach out to us. We'll send you the code so you can join. We need two more teams so we can get that championship table yeah, going. Yeah. Uh, we'll set up like we a mid- that first division. Uh, we can set up a midseason tournament. Oh, also, I, I we did can set up. A- no, 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 no. I was oh. just saying we can do like on paper on our oh, own. Right. But I did want to ask. Like this did, thing has cup. Did you get into the cup? Did you get into the cup? No, I didn't. Oh, you're shit, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know. I qualify. I qualify for I've the cup. I've been busy as shit. I qualified for the cup. So like at the top, what is it? Like the top at a certain point, the top like four million players get put into a cup competition ah, fuck. and if you win it you get free tickets vip to a premier league game of your choice fuck yeah i got to the second round and then i played some guy who like captains like I, I, who did he captain i think it was kevin de bruyne oh no yeah he just he just had a pretty decent team out there didn't he and i just <laughs> i just had shit and yeah he beat me and i, I got i got I, I beat the first guy i was hoping to go make a cup run so if you're in the cup still and you're in our league let us know so we can cheer yeah, you right on. so we can like hype you up and maybe reach out and help you uh, shit. so if you win you can give me or dave a ticket we'll fight over it on live stream or something <laughs> Did you get like a notification? What if I was in it and I didn't even? Well, know? go look, go click on the fantasy button and then scroll down and beneath your leagues it'll be FPL Cup and if you were in it you'll be there. Oh, okay. And if not, then you're not. But uh, it's a prestigious uh, competition. Only the the best of the best fantasy players get to. Get to <laughs> you're in it and you're in the fucking third round. That'd be. <laughs> That's what I was trying to. Oh, wait, it says cup. Oh shit. Were you in it? Yeah, I lost the first round. Oh, <laughs> you didn't even know. 58 to 44. I wasn't even aware of it. Oh, no. <laughs> could have helped Dave. But if you're in the cup, reach out. We'd uh, like to cheer you on. Hopefully you get the tickets. Shit, I got to look out for that next year. Get your transfers in. You got two weeks, so wait. Wait till after the FA Cup weekend before you do your transfers. Yeah, because remember what happened uh, earlier in the season with the League Cup. Like a, we, a bunch of teams. Matt Ritchie went down. I don't even think he's back. No. Another player, uh, somebody from one of the big teams got hurt. So, yeah, just keep an eye out for that uh, FA Cup curse of the injury. And Yeah, and, hey, there's going to be an upset this weekend, so look out for that too, I guess. And uh, yeah. so two weeks until our next Premier League matches. And uh, I think at the beginning of February there's a little break. Uh, and so we'll meet up then and we'll see what the table's looking like. I'm hoping to just lead the rest of the way, but Jack's <laughs> being a bit of a tit. He came out to me at the Christmas party. He's like, I'm going to cunch it down. And I said, mm, hopefully not. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Until next time, I am Jordan. I'm David. That has been The Finish Show. See ya.